tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. We chose this song because that's pretty much what every single girl was saying to the other ones this entire episode. Hey, you guys. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. This is the House of DBF After Show. It's season one, episode five, and it's the front line of fashion. And I'm your host, Christina Zias, along with... Hey, everyone. I'm Tiana Hobson. Hello, everyone. I'm Teresa Law. And... Tiana, what are you doing on your phone right now? I'm tweeting out for people to watch our okay, show okay, right okay. now. Okay, that's I was just, I was just trying to like be Sorry, Diane, I, embody I'm, her, yeah. you know, and just making sure that you know what you're doing. Sorry, Christine, I'm not you. I don't need to be looking at myself at all times in order to have oh. a conversation. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I'm not going to even... The show we're channeling the show. I, if you guys can't yes, feel the tension, yes. it's here. Okay. <laughs> Pretty much, this show, like, they were really all clawing at each other, and it's... God, the episode, I feel like so much went on that when I rewatched it again, I forgot that Abigail and Gina were even in it. Right. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, like, I don't, okay. So we find out last week, Gina and Abigail were called up. No one got kicked out. We fi- find out, finally in this first episode, that Diane says goodbye to Gina. Gina. Yeah. What did you guys think about this? Let's talk about, like, our first impressions about, like, everything for this episode. I personally thought that Brittany came out and looking like a big old bitch. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, guys, this is something we've known about her since episode well, one. Well, you saw it more than we did. I, mean, I didn't think that it was this bad. Oh, yes. But, it's always oh, those ones who are the worst. But it's, like, at least she owns it. And, in in like, you can't hate her because she's like, hey... I know I'm a bitch, and I'm going to keep being a bitch. I'm not going to change who I am because you girls are now, like, getting your feelings hurt. She's always been this way. It's not a big surprise, so she's just going to keep trucking. I don't know. I think I was a little naive to her bitchiness because, one, I met her. Like, I ran into her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so nice. And, two, and my boyfriend's always like, of course they're going to be nice to you. They want you to say good (laughs) things about them. I was like, no, she was really, really nice. And also, honestly, like, I don't... I think she's, like, direct. Like, in this episode, I think she was a bitch, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. she came off bitchy. But then you saw how emotional she got when Tiffany left. You see, like, how emotional in this episode she gets with Abigail. Like, I feel like she has a lot of heart, too. Right. And I think without so I don't think those she's a girls, mean girl. Without those girls, her allies, I feel like it makes her look a little bit colder. Right. And I also think Kier's craziness <laughs> versus her aggressiveness, I think she trumps that in this episode. I agree completely. But see, I think that her and Kier are the same person and that they do things a lot, like, very similar. And something that Anastasia and I were talking about last week when you guys both ditched us to go with your families <laughs> and stuff was, you know, just, like, how it's portrayed as, like, because, like, as a person of color, like, which I hate bringing into, like, race things, but as someone like that, you have to be careful around certain people the way you 
do things and the way you talk and the way that you because it can come off a lot harsher because people are looking at you as like black oh well black oh my god you're angry all of a sudden but I think that her and Kier react and do things very similar but because Kier is blonde and like has a smile she's perceived you know like they're both perceived as bitches at times but I think that they're at the same scale of their bitchiness, just it, it, within the episodes, it comes out in different. See, I episodes. disagree with that completely. Like, and I mean, I would. W- I don't like necessarily like see the color thing, and like obviously. No, and like I don't want to. I don't want yeah. to be about that at all. But I was just saying, like thinking as Brittany probably does is you have to hold yourself back even more. But I feel like Brittany doesn't hold herself back. Like, I feel like Brittany, like, lets herself go and says exactly what she wants. I feel like Kier comes off as a bitch and it's mostly, like, in defense. Right. Like, I feel like she's always being attacked where I feel like Brittany is, like, more of an attacker. I think in this episode, Brittany really provoked Kier. There were moments when she could have just stopped. Kier was done, but she kept saying, well, you know, what are you going to do about it, Kier? Yeah. And she was just egging her on and pushing her buttons. So I think, like you said, Kira was trying to defend herself. And so. I feel like that's kind of like the tone of the whole season. I mean, like, Kira, like, I can think, seems to be like a little difficult to work with as well, too. I don't think these other girls are making everything up. But I do think a lot of times, like, she is defending herself. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into this episode because we obviously <laughs> have a lot to talk about. So, Gina gets eliminated right off the bat. And we find out it's because of her drinking. What would you guys think about that? Do you think it was fair to see her go? Do you think it was an appropriate time? Do you think there was an appropriate response for her actions? I think it was fair. I stand by DVF's decision. I mean, I think Gina's very capable, and she was 100% <laughs> kicked ass in this role. But you're a brand ambassador, so you're representing the corporation, and that's in your demeanor and how you talk to people, how you act. And if you're representing such a, like a big brand, you have to be on all the time. I understand that she's going through a really difficult time and she needs an outlet, but you're on a reality show where every move is you know magnetized, like DVF said. So you got to be on it and be considerate of that. Okay, I have like two things to say about this. One, how does DVF know? Because yes, Gina was a drunken mess. But she, like, came to work the next day and seemed fine. I feel like if it wasn't for, like, their chattering, like, no one would really know unless it was, like, cameramen and, like, producers and everything that got back to DVF that way. Two, I, DVF said something. She's like, you know, I feel bad for her, but I don't believe that she wouldn't do it again. And that's what really stuck with me because I was like, you know what? You're right because we saw her get drunk twice within the same episode. So, like, clearly it was a pattern, you know? And it's so easy to be like, oh, no, no, like, I won't ever do it again. But, like, you don't just not do that again. Here's the fun side of me thinking, if I got fired from my job for what I did when I'm not on the clock, I could sue them. Well, would she... we just just silent? Like, I'm just saying, What does she mean by not on the clock, though? She went... she's still being filmed. She was being filmed, but not... She wasn't doing anything directly related to DVF or her brand. She wasn't going out saying, like, I work for DVF, and now I'm a drunken mess. It was what she chose to do after work ended that got her in trouble at work. Should she have shown up to work the next day? Like, I thought, personally, I was like, oh, wow. When I saw her walk in the next day, I was like, oh, wow. She actually doesn't look hungover. My girl's got it together. Amanda looks more hungover than she does right now. Like, that's amazing. And then Jessica was like, 
you look very hungover. And I was like, whoa, if that's her looking hungover, then you don't want to see me on a good day at work because, <laughs> like, I look worse than that most of the time. So that was my other... I agree with you, Christine. I'm like, how did they know I think people unless people just talk, talk I mean, them? I work in a small PR department and people talk all the time. So you have to be very cognizant of that whenever you're out interacting with Yeah, and people. that's why you just don't add them as your Facebook friends. And then, like, what I choose to do when I'm not working, I feel should be my prerogative and it would be different I get it as the brand ambassador you're going to be out and like you will get invited to parties on the clock as like part of DVF's brand if she did it at one of those events I'd be like yes definitely get rid of her but she chose to go out with her friends outside of like the competition to blow off some steam from the day did she go overboard yes but we've all been there so I just didn't think that was a enough of a reason to completely get rid of her. See, I I totally get what you mean, but I do think like, this is a competition, right? And there's like several girls who can be the brand ambassador, right? So you have to be on your A-game at all times and I think if a girl like, can get like really drunk, and like we've all been there, okay? But yes, she's on her day off, but this is part of the job, is like going and being like socializing and partying and like representing the brand at all times and I I don't think that I think she would make the same mistake again I'm not saying that she wouldn't have made the same mistake I'm saying in this instance though it wasn't anything if she had gone to the red carpet event that Kier got to go to and she acted that way there I think that's one thing because you are actually there as a representative of DVF Mm -hmm. she was not anywhere as a representative of the brand or the ambassador or anything. For all people knew, she could have been filming for the real world. (laughs) You know, if you were in that bar, you don't know what they're filming for because they don't tell you. I think that the way Diane probably saw it was, like, it's just not worth the liability or taking the chance. I'm not saying she wouldn't have gotten, like, let go eventually. Did she deserve to go at that specific time? No. No, She should have been there for the sales challenge. So do you think Abigail should have gone? Yes. Okay. Before Gina. Before Gina. Okay, well, then we see the sales challenge that comes up. And I kind of love this because, for those of you that know me, like, I am in sales and a stylist, and I'm, like, always on the floor talking to people. So I would have loved this competition. And I think it's really easy to give good service if you generally, like, want to interact with people and inquire about what they're looking for and what they're doing. So it was really fun for me to see the girls being on the sales floor. And as someone who comes from the sales floor, I see so many times things that change from people higher up in the company that affect people on the sales floor. And you're like thinking as an employer, you're like who made these decisions? Because whoever decided this has obviously never worked on this floor before. Yeah. There's a disconnect. There's yeah. really a huge disconnect. So I think it's important for these girls. And I think it's a really good challenge to, you know, for them to experience actually selling and like getting to know who the DVF customer is. I agree. And I really like that with this challenge, there's direct accountability. You can't blame mm-hmm. anyone else for mm-hmm. your failures. Totally. And we saw that with Abigail. I mean, it's all on her. She kind of just checked out. I wish, I wish she tried harder, but like you, she obviously just didn't care. Yeah, because we saw her, what was it, like the day before the challenge? At the Bergdorf one. At that one, where the same thing happened. So you'd think that the criticism she got about it there, that she would have brought to this competition, and especially just coming from almost being eliminated with Gina. Right. You you should be stepping your game way up even higher, even if it 
that's making forcing you out of your comfort zone, at least show them you're trying because at the end of the day, if you try, who cares if you win or lose? Like they're going to be like, you know what? She's not the best salesperson, but she was out there. She connects well with the customer. Mm-hmm. She gets it. So they still might have kept her on. You never she know. She said retail is not my strength. And if it's not your strength, you should try even harder to prove yourself. Yeah. And I think Kier said it best. She said, you know, we really need to take the criticisms to heart and fix it because people are getting eliminated because they're not. They're not listening. Well, we see what happens there. So Lenore is doing really well, and Amanda's doing really well, too. And I wish we saw a little bit more of Kier and Brittany. Um, but anyways, it was nice, I guess, to see more of Lenore and Amanda, because they kind of were put on the back burner in the beginning half of the season so far. And they're both doing really well. And so Lenore is helping this wife, um, this woman, and her daughter. The who chief ha- marketing officer's wife, wife and daughter. Yes. And she seems to be doing a really good job. And then Amanda comes over, and she's like, oh, have you guys been helped? And they're like, yes. And Lenore comes back, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I've helped them. And then Amanda continues, like, to try and, like, get in on the sale. And I was telling Tiana, I was like, I would have, like, punched this girl in the face. Like, yeah. like back off. It's so rude. And what killed me is that the two of them started bickering in front of the customers. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so embarrassing. So unprofessional. So unprofessional. And I'm surprised it didn't get back to Diane. I think it did a little bit when they talked about it in front of her. Uh, yeah, I guess. They did say something. Yeah, but I don't think the the big bulk of it really got DBS back to her. actually liked that Amanda stepped up for herself. Self. Which, I mean, I get... Because, you know, Amanda was very passive in the beginning. She had the talk with DVF, and she has been more, you know, like, up to defending herself. But there's a time and place for it. Agreed. And I think that after the initial, are you guys being helped... Yeah. And Lenora being like, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. She could have then said, Len- pulled Lenora aside or said it in front of them, like, hey, like, do you need any help with it? Since there's two of them, do you want me to take one? And Lenora could have been like, you know what? I appreciate the offer, but we're good, good. because I've already started their dressing room. Yeah, yeah, she didn't look too good. Yeah, it just could have been handled that. a lot Agreed. classier. Mm-hmm. Totally. So like, I get that DVF was, and that's why I don't think she got the full story, because I get that DVF would be proud of Amanda, but I don't think she would be proud of them fighting in front of customers. Good point. Absolutely not. Like, that is the biggest no-no. <laughs> like, you don't ever let a customer know, like, anything that's going on, unless it's, like, happiness and sunshine, was, and, like, they're spending money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was really disappointed in the girls this episode, because they fought in front of DVF, they fought in front of the customers, the model. and the models. It was just unprofessional. Very, very episode. childish. For sure. Well, Lenore ends up winning... Both so, challenges. Yes, but this one I was so happy for her. Me too. And then we see her like go out and have dinner with her family, which is they're like so cute and so dramatic and like <laughs> but I don't know. I like have a girl crush on Lenore right me now. Too. Like, she's she wants me over Me too. <laughs> she was really, really cute. And what I liked was when she was talking to her family about Amanda (laughs) and what happened, she was positive about it, too. And she's like, I'm obsessed with Amanda. We're getting closer. I love her. But this is how I feel. What do you guys think about Abigail being let go in the middle of the meeting? That was harsh. I didn't see that coming at all. In front of everyone. I was like, they've been so great about... Because when when Gina and Abs were with DVF earlier, I was like, man, they are really good about making sure they take them to different locations to get eliminated. It's Mm -hmm. like always something new. It's always just like a private thing that happens. So it's not like... 
project runway where it's like in front of everyone you're like goodbye um and then this happens <laughs> in front of everyone like, that's in front what of everyone this like, makes well, me feel sucks. like the show's real though yeah because it's like i think this was just like in conversation like dvf was like okay like this is obviously not gonna work goodbye like pretty much that's what happened right that was probably the fastest elimination yeah and then of course Brittany was crying again mm. i mean yeah. they were really close what do you guys think about abigail saying Brittany better win We'll, we'll see about that. I mean, <laughs> at that moment, were you like, yeah, girl, Brittany, you got this? Or were you like, mm, I'm over you? At that moment, I wasn't really thinking of the possibility of it. I was just looking at it like, if that were me getting eliminated, yeah, I'd tell my friend, well, if I'm leaving, you better be the one to get yeah. it. I think my opinion of Brittany changed after I saw how she acted during the social media challenge. Okay, so let's get into it then. So the girls are assigned a social media challenge, right? They have to go and find a New York City girl who embodies the DVF brand. She has to be effortless, sexy, and like someone who's on the go. So Kier and Amanda split up, and then Lenore and Brittany split up. Mm-hmm. And they both found a girl. Amanda and Kier chose Sandy, who is this young girl. She is an entrepreneur. She creates body chains and sells and gives 5% of her profits to um, charity, I think, to help women, right? Mm-hmm. And then Brittany and Lenore found that single mom who was, like, really cute. She was a teacher. Um, and she seemed, like, really cute and effortless as well. So we get back, and the girls are, of course, like, bickering over everything. And they decide to go with Sandy, mm-hmm. who Which, turns out to be a dud. Right. I didn't <laughs> yeah, expect that. But on paper, that's who you should have gone with. Totally. Especially once you hear that the 5% goes mm-hmm. back to women. DVF is all about empowering women. So it's like, this is definitely something that screams DVF. But you should have done your homework a little bit more before getting super excited about this girl and found out that she's actually boring. Right. They well, they should have called them more. both right away. That's what I was confused about. Just to, like, talk a little bit more about, like, the process and, you know, all that stuff. Because for me, the, you know, like, reality, the producer of me is thinking as soon as you cast <coughs> someone for something, it's like you immediately have to know everything about them to see if they're interesting. Definitely. And no one did the follow-up with these girls to make sure they were interesting before just, okay... We're going with you, and now it's eleven o'clock at night, and we can't I think call that's anyone what else. Me and the girls were pissed off. Yeah, about. yeah, but see, for me, this felt like really unfair because they all decided together that they were going to go for Sandy. Yes, for sure, Kier was pushing her. She thought she was great, but they all thought she was a great option. So I feel like they all didn't do their work or their part in like finding out more about her. That's I don't true. think you should have all fell on Kier. Yeah, it was a group effort. Like the only thing. one in the group who wasn't ever on to it was Brittany. Brittany. So she's the only one who always said no to her. But, but I feel like part of that is because Brittany just doesn't ever want to say yes to Kier. Yeah, I see that. Because Kier brought up a good point. Like, the point of this whole thing with House of DVF and, you know, in general, finding a brand ambassador is to target a younger audience. So it makes sense to have a younger person, you know, be their girl, not... So a single, single mom. mom. I think she, they were going with the single mom in that she was still young 
and didn't right. you know dress in like we have the stereotype of how moms dress you know it's like she doesn't dress like a mom so it's still a new fresh way for DVF so I think that both angles definitely could have worked right I agree um, but together like when you're comparing the two I do think Sandy yeah. sounded on paper like on the better paper, option she sounded like the better and option and she looked a little bit more on brand yeah she did Okay, so obviously that's not working. And my favorite part is Lenore. She's like, she's a dud. Like, I wish I could uh. say in her accent because she's so funny. Um, so Brittany came up with this backup plan and just calls her best friend pretty much, which isn't a very good backup plan. And all the girls are loving it. Care comes down. And this is why I feel like I defend Care a lot is because she came down and she was like, okay, great. Like, obviously Sandy's not working. And she was happy with this girl mm-hmm. and didn't complain about it, didn't say anything. And, and I she feel was like ready to jump just, into the challenge. Yeah, and I feel like she was being attacked. I agree. I don't think that that was necessary. They should have just, you know, they all had the same idea and were ready to move on it. But the girls wanted to talk about how... They spent all night, and you know now they're in this predicament. And Kira's like, "What predicament? Like we found someone good, right? Let's let's good job, Brittany. Yeah, let's get into it. I think the the one thing they could have done was just let Kira know that they didn't all do this. Brittany is the one who stayed up, and Brittany presented the idea. So I think Kira thought that because there was a little bitterness in Kira's reaction to it all. But, but I think not at beca- first. Uh, but I think it was because she's thinking, well, why are you guys all, like, sneaking off together behind my back to do all this stuff instead of just telling me? And to that, they could have said, well, we all just met down here earlier to reconvene, and Brittany had already come up with a great idea to use her friend, and, you know, she's in. So I just think communication on both sides of this argument could have been better. And I do think that Kier was picked on because she did move past it and was ready to move forward but I also think that I agree that sometimes it's not you can say yeah I'm fine I'm cool with it but everything about her body, body language, language right, was didn't, saying, say okay. didn't say it was okay so that's what those girls were reading and picking up from right they were targeting which is why I still think that Brittany and Kia are the same person mm-hmm. They're both conniving little divas. Well, I can be like Lenore and just agree to disagree. You want to just dance it out? Yes! (laughs) Oh my gosh. That was amazing. That was awesome. And I feel like no one else noticed it except the viewers, but like I'm so happy that. She was like, she's really uh, cute. She really just tried to diffuse all the tension on different occasions and it makes you really root for her. Totally. All right, so we see that they all like had their own photo shoot, right? Kier was like the girl on the go. She's traveling. She's here from LA. What do you guys think about how she styled her shoot? I like the way she, what she was going with. <laughs> I like that she was on the cart and that they got the guy to kind of be pulling it up and stuff. I thought that for the girl on the go, it I liked it. I would have clicked like on an Instagram pic if I had seen that. I liked it too. But I agree with DVF that her pose wasn't very effortless, so I think if they just adjusted that, then it would have been fine. I agree completely. But I love the concept. Yeah, Yeah. and I thought she did a really good job. Um, So next we have Amanda, and her whole thing was that Sammy, I guess, works with a lot of men, so she wanted to show everyone that, like, she holds her own. Yeah, I feel like it, it didn't... The picture wasn't that great, and I think a lot of it honestly has to do with lighting, too, Mm -hmm. or, like, the setting. You know, maybe she just didn't have, like, enough guys for the shoot, but I thought it was overall a good idea. There wasn't anything special about it for me. I feel like I've seen that same image before Before. in other places. I would have loved to see it more with 
kind of what Kier was saying, you know, to put the two guys on the same side of the table and maybe have them both, like, reaching out papers for her to sign or doing something active instead of them just, like, sitting at the desk looking at their papers and her being a boss. With it what? needed some yeah, that's a good it idea. some movement mm-hmm. in it, and I think it would have also made it look busier. If, and then that's exactly if you, if what you Kara have was the saying. hands, then you could have asked the other girls to come in and not see their faces, but just have extra hands in there so it looks like everyone's trying to get to this very successful and girl. Right, yeah. Well, Kara always has great ideas, but like you said, it's the way she says it. No, everyone's She's bossing them around it. instead of I mean, kind of helping them get there on their own, which is, you know, what I would have done. Be like, hey, so, like, what are you thinking? Like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. You know, what if we also tried it this way? You know, do you think that could work? It's like you have to, and I know they're under a time crunch, but you have to just know how to talk to people and work together. And that's something that I don't think anyone in this group knows how to do. do. See, for me, I wish that it was more of Amanda saying something to care at first instead of Brittany. And then Kiera was like, you know, can you let Amanda speak for herself? And she's like, ex- and Brittany said something like, exactly, you know, like, let her speak for herself. But I I do think that Kiera was genuinely trying to help her out and did have something to offer her. Yeah. I actually think that this whole day was just a big fight between Brittany and Kiera that Lenore and Amanda got stuck in the middle of. And uh. they didn't know what side to choose. And they both were being manipulated by both of them. And I don't so think And so I think it so. just caused even more t- tension. I don't know. I like. I actually think that that's what happened. You're wrong. No, I'm not. I'm I'm very smart and intelligent and right all the time. Okay, so what do you guys think about Britney's shoot? It was selfie. The selfie. I was so disappointed. Come on, Brit. We expected more from you. Standards for Brit. I have very high standards for her because I think she's one of the most experienced out of all of them, and she she's a great competitor. She's smart. She's really fashionable and trendy. And well, I like her. She did say she only had 15 minutes, but that was all that she needed. Yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I kind of wish that they had let the girl take an actual selfie. If that's what you're going for, then actually have her, like, get on her phone. And take a And selfie. take the selfie in the setting so that it just felt more real. Because I know she said selfie when they yeah, did like the shape, idea. but then when they held up the board, I didn't see selfie anywhere in there. I saw a girl standing in the mirror doing her makeup. Yeah, yeah. you don't connect to the picture. Yeah, I didn't yeah. connect to it. It looked like a You're totally hotel right. ad. See, what was that again, Christina? I didn't quite hear you. Oh my gosh. What was the last thing you said? Tiana, you're like really smart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. I, again, I hope Lenore's watching this because <laughs> we love you. We but love you. I really loved her effort. And she was so cute. And it was actually such a good idea. It and like, was a great idea. And to be honest with you, out of everything, like I love the way she styled it. Sneakers are huge right now. Everyone's kind of like dressing down their dresses. And I love the shoes that she paired with the dress. I mean, that's what I've noticed most of all. It's like, oh, like I would actually wear that entire outfit. I love that she stood up for herself because the girls were relentless about they were abusing how they her. Didn't get the idea at all, but she stuck. Who works out on a car? Who oh, does that on the bench? Everyone. Yes. Well, not maybe on top of the car, but I see like if I see a bench and you know I see people go over and just do some like Especially in New York. dips real quick, you know. And I love the styling because it was very New York because everyone in New York walks to work in their sneakers and then puts their shoes 
fun. So the fact that she had the bag next to her with the heels sticking out, and she's on the park bench doing the quick little it workout. It was awesome. It's like, I know people who are on the go, and they literally take the chair in their kitchen and do something, or the their desk at the office and do, like, push-ups on it. Like, that is a real thing. So when everyone was yelling at her, I don't get it. I was like, oh my gosh, since when do <coughs> photo shoots have to okay. make sense? But mm-hmm. in all fairness, we did not see, like, her photo, we didn't see that happening. We saw her doing, like, the yoga on the bench, which I didn't even think is that big of a deal. No. The car thing was, like, it was, I mean, whatever. It was a photo shoot. Right. It doesn't like, have yeah, to make sense. sense. And it was hers, so, like, mind your own business. Like, yeah. if anything, like, let her fail, and then she'll be out, and there'll be less of you. Mm-hmm. But you could see how all of the bickering sucked the energy out of her. She's yes. usually yeah. so, you know, peppy and happy, and she just looked defeated at the end of it. I'm happy that she not only stood up for her ideas, but she stood up to the other girls, too. Yeah, it's not easy. Like, I think that it's... They're probably, like, Brittany and Kier are very intimidating in person, I, I bet. Especially when... <laughs> Tiana's giving me this look, so she's like, I'm not scared of them. <laughs> it was actually a smirk of, like, see, this is why I say that they were actually oh, the ones. Oh, is that what you're trying uh, to tell me? Yeah. That that was your master like, plan. I'm right again. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I disagree. The they know how to play the game, and they got Amanda and Lenore, who never really fight with anyone, to actually engage, and then sucked away all their energy. And well, Lenore won. I mean, Lenore so still won, yeah. but... And Brittany came in last place. Yeah, that so it backfired. So we get into this meeting, and, you know, Diane, like, has a social media strategist there as well, and she's choosing who wins. And the girls, like, I wish she... I wish they never asked how it went and if they all worked together. <laughs> I just don't understand why they think it's okay to fight and bicker in front of DVF. Here's the one reason why I'm going to say it was okay in this sense. Because they were asked? They asked. Mm. Everyone could sense that there was tension up there between them. They opened that door and asked how it went. And so you want these girls to be real... They're going to give you their honest answers about how it went. If you didn't want to know how it went when you could already sense the tension, don't ask. But there's a way to say what happened without going too far. Lenore literally said to Kier, I don't understand how you could be the brand ambassador when no one likes you. <laughs> yeah. But like that's that after a lot of provoking of everyone yeah, kind of being like, but, everyone taking jabs. But and you have jabs. someone under the bus. Yes. Everyone had thrown everyone under the bus at that point. And but how can you say that? Like in front of the person who's going to be choosing you. Yeah. To be their brand ambassador. I feel like you, ha- I feel like Bernie out of anyone seemed the most composed. Like, I mean, she even said something about herself. She said she gets a little bit aggressive, you know? I was surprised she even admitted that. Yeah. I wish she said competitive instead of aggressive. Yeah, aggressive is a bad <laughs> That's term. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And she, which she, she said afterwards, too. Yeah. I wonder why they don't call her out for being a bitch. Like, why is Kier the bitch? Yeah. I think they have. I guess. But they call out Kier a lot, too. Yeah. So. Well, think- in the next episode. Yes. See more of that. All right. Should we get into it? Our predictions then? Because that was the end of the episode pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Them fighting, which is what they did the whole episode. It was a really good episode, though. (laughs) It It really was. Okay. So say what your predictions are and then also who are in your top three. 
So I will say that I'm re- very sad that Gina went home because last week I was like, clearly Gina's not going home because we haven't <laughs> seen her jump into the pool yet because we oh, all yeah. thought that was Gina. And we all changed promo. our predictions of who's going to like be in the bottom three because of you seeing Gina jump into the pool. <laughs> I didn't, I never said it was Gina. Someone else said it was Gina, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's like, funny. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but my top three, I I think this is the same top three I gave last week. It was Kier, Brittany, and Lenore. Okay. Because Tiffany got eliminated, and I wasn't here that week, so I had to get rid of my girl Tiffany. Gotcha. My top three, so Lenore as my number one, and uh, number two would be Amanda. I've stuck with her this whole time. I'm rooting (laughs) for her. Um, And then I would say Kier over Brittany just because of this episode. I have to agree with you. I, I'm going to say Lenore, Care, and Amanda. And I'm pretty much solely basing that on the fact that Brittany seems to have like a really tough week next episode. We've seen the previews that um, I think Jessica Joffe does not seem to like Brittany very much. No, and you see Brittany smirk at her, and Jessica's just like so taken back by or that reaction. Or is that clever editing for a promo to get you to think that way? It could very well be. I am very naive and fall for these things quite easily. So I'm just saying, but it is building up to that. I just can't believe we're only at we're at four girls. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy. and it's a good four. Like I'm happy it's those four. Yeah, it's a really good top four. I'm so excited for the Hamptons next week. That's all I have to say (laughs) about that. Because I wish I was in the Hamptons. I know. Wouldn't that be fun? Like I just want to go hang out there for like a whole summer. Well, let's try it for season two. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. You think we'll be a season two? How could there be? Well, there could be a different... I mean, they could a go di- for the same job. Challenge. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Do you guys have any news or gossip? I do. Let's hear it. So, I read Gina's departure blog, okay. and she says that she's built a community on her blog called Grease and Glamour, and she's now a contributing photojournalist for Condé Nast Traveler and the Huffington Post. That's oh, awesome. That great for her. She just signed her first lease on her apartment in Brooklyn, and now she's her own boss, and it's something she's always wanted to do. So, that's for Gina. Two, one door closes, another one opens. Good for her. That's exciting. Good for her. Good for her. All right. Well, I guess that's it then, right? Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining. I hope next week's episode is just as exciting and dirty and juicy. And (laughs) I hope no, not too many dresses get ruined. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Zias. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I'm still rooting for you, Brittany. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Teresa Jane. Thank you, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.